In this episode of Locked On Capitals, it is the season and review of Phoenix Copley. Let's talk about that next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form. So head on over to YouTube and check that out. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this offseason, we are doing player reviews, and we are going to talk about some of the depth that is in the Washington Capitals organization. Uh, In the last several episodes of this podcast, I have talked about the different netminders, and in this episode will be no different This episode will be about Phoenix Copley and where does he fit in with this Washington Capitals organization Um, because netminding is primarily a big issue with the Washington Capitals. I know that historically they've done a really good job. If you just take a look over the years, the different great netminders um, that they've always had. But so after every great season, you take a look at it and you go, well, they did that well because they had a great netminder. You know, the biggest one, of course, is 2018 uh, when the Washington Capitals won the Stanley Cup. And they did that on the backs of Braden Holtby and Philip Grubauer. And it's a pretty safe bet to say that if they didn't have the likes of a Braden Holtby or a Philip Grubauer in-house, they probably would not have won the Stanley Cup. So the Washington Capitals have two RFAs in this offseason. They have Vitek Vanacek and Ilya Samsonov. So they have some big questions to answer. Which netminder do they go with? Um, You take a look at Ilya Samsonov. He has currently under a $2 million contract. And then you take a look at Vitek Vanacek, whose contract right now is somewhere around $750,000. So it is my contention that the Washington Capitals will most likely pick one of them as the number two netminder. And then they will go out and seek out that number one veteran netminder. Uh, We all saw what happened this past year. Um, with Vanacek and Sam Sonoff, while they were able to piece together 100 points, ultimately when they needed them the most in the playoffs, uh, it wasn't quite enough. And, you know, like I've talked about before, I don't want to put the Washington Capitals losing against the Panthers on Ilya Samsonov's shoulders primarily. Um, I think that ultimately he kept the Capitals in the game. Um, but, you know, just that that's been that was the issue throughout the entire season was consistency. You know, taking a look at Ilya Samsonov, for example, he would start. And, uh, you know, and he would get a great game, you know, maybe set a record even for, you know, the longest time with uh, out allowing a goal. And then a couple games later, he would fall totally flat on his face. And then uh, we kind of saw a similar thing in Vitek Vanacek. So that's what we have to do before we go outside of the organization and try to just take the snow globe and shake it up and move it around and go, well, we are going to get rid of everyone because this didn't work. Let's take a look internally and see what the Washington Capitals have. What you will find is that within the organization itself, 
the Washington Capitals have some really solid net minding. Uh, in this last episode I talked about, they have Hunter Shepard, a really great option for the Capitals. I don't think that he's ready for prime time next year, but ultimately, if you you know take a look back and listen at that podcast, an amazing record, amazing record. And uh, I'm quite surprised that there was no, no other team out there that, that that scooped him up because like I talked about in the last episode, they had mentioned that the Buffalo Sabres and the Minnesota Wild uh, were expressing some interest, but ultimately the Washington Capitals were the ones that scooped in and picked him up and signed him to a deal, um, an AHL deal primarily. So he kind of vacillates time between the Stingrays and the Bears, but a professional hockey deal, which was a big deal for him. Uh, he broke all kinds of records uh, for the University of Minnesota Duluth, and uh, you know, uh, just real sound judgment for the Washington Capitals to to pick up Hunter Shepard. But in this episode, we are going to concentrate more on Phoenix Copley. Where does he fit into this organization? He is a player that has been around the Capitals organization for quite some time. He also played professionally for some time for the St. Louis Blues uh, that we all know about that when T.J. Oshie that deal some some time ago. But has Phoenix Copley's time with the Washington Capitals, have has it passed? Um, I wouldn't say that he's necessarily that young of a netminder anymore. Um, if you take a look at it, I mean, he did have some great opportunities. Um and, you know, I think that, you know, he tried to make the best of them. And I think that a lot of it is just being a victim of circumstance. But uh, his first uh, professional year with the Capitals was in the 13-14 season uh, for the South Carolina Stingray. So the 13-14 season, we are going back quite some time here. Um, he has quite a history uh, playing for some different NHL teams, some USHL teams. And, you know, you got to kind of feel bad a little bit for these guys that put in their time. If you take a look at his record, it goes all the way back to 2009-10 where he was playing in the NAPHL League and then in the NAHL League. So this guy, this Phoenix Copley, really has put in his time. And uh, he's one of the players that I've talked about, and I'm trying to look at the person, not necessarily just that he's a Capitals player, but I'm taking a look at Phoenix and I'm taking a look at his career statistics right now. And I got to say they are quite extensive. Uh, he's played on quite a few different teams. Uh, he's played for the Bears, the Wolves, the the Blues, the Wolves, of course, the AHL affiliate there. Uh, quite a few years for Hershey. Um, and, you know, you got to think to yourself, if he cannot find a home with the Washington Capitals, I really hope that, you know, he can find a home somewhere else. Because, to be honest with you, if you take a look at the net minding position for the Washington Capitals, it's pretty deep. And uh, where does Phoenix Copley fit in there? Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about his stats later in the show. But, you know, that's what I'm talking about is, you know, these guys that toil for years and years and years. And I talked about this in my previous podcast before Locked On, is that, you know, you got to start to kind of question yourself. You know, uh, Phoenix Copley is getting to be a bit of an older person as, as far as NHL uh, terms are concerned or professional. I guess he's not in the NHL right now. And you got to start to kind of question yourself and, and start asking yourself, well, where's this all going? You know, how many more years am I going to toil in the AHL Hershey Bears? You know, I know that, you know, he's making probably most likely, I don't have the facts in front of me here, six figures a year, so not a bad living. But I ultimately don't think it's about money for a lot of these guys. Uh, it's a bonus, I guess I would say. 
but ultimately they've worked and you know you, you take a look at his record and we'll like i say we'll get into that a little bit more in depth later in the show is just the amount of commitment that they've put into it it's not about money you know i'm sure as an outsider his friends are like saying well you're playing for the bears but who cares you're making six figures a year i don't think that's really what he's thinking about i think that um, the phoenix copley wants a spot in the nhl I don't think that he probably really cares if it's a backup role or a starter role. I think that he just wants to start. I don't think he cares if it's with the Capitals. He just wants his chance to play in the NHL. You Your heart kind of goes out to a lot of these guys that, especially you see a lot of these guys, they spent their entire career in the AHL and they never saw the limelight of the NHL. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to look at it from the personal perspective here because, um, you know, if I know if I invested that much of my time into something and I never got to achieve my goals, I might feel a little bit um, jilted about it, I guess. So after the break, we are going to peel back the layers a little bit on Mr. Phoenix Copley and see his stats and where he fits in this Washington Capitals team, if he does in fact fit in with this Washington Capitals team. But first... This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to Rock Auto at home in your uh, pocket. So save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same auto parts from a chain star, chain store or car dealership? Here's an example. Honda Odyssey fuel pump, $353 from a chain store, only $216 from Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. So head on over to Rock Auto. It's all about saving money, and Rock Auto can help you do that. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, welcome back to the show. So in this episode, we are going to talk about Mr. Phoenix Copley and what kind of player is he? Where does he fit in with this Washington Capitals team? Just kind of the origin story on him and the scouting report on him is that he owns a very projectable frame um, for a National Hockey League goaltender, is considered a big goalkeeper who can cover a lot of the net, is a bit of a late-blooming netminder with limited experience at the highest level, must avoid surrendering bad goals at key times. His overall talent is limited for the highest level of competition. Um, Long-range potential is depth goaltender. And, uh, you know, to a certain extent, I suppose you got to kind of look at that and go depth. You know, if I'm Phoenix Copley and I'm reading that scout, scouting report, that is not definitely um, shining or a real uh, great an endorsement. Uh, the particular scout in this case saw him as a depth goaltender. And I guess there's worse things out there. I mean, he didn't say that he's a bar league uh, netminder out there. So, I mean, he does have a spot at some point uh, in the professional level of hockey, whether that be for the Stingrays, the the, the Bears or the Capitals, I guess, remains to be seen. Uh, he was signed by the Washington Capitals in 2014. Uh, he was acquired in a trade with St. Louis in 2017, if you guys remember back on that one. Um, 
And uh, it was a big acquisition at the time, I got to say, that the Washington Capitals, when they got him, and there was a lot of people, there was a lot of excitement around the organization about picking up Phoenix Copley. I mean, he was a a kind of a bigger name netminder for the Washington Capitals for some time. Um, Just taking a look at, like I say, he has quite an extensive record um, playing in the NHL, or excuse me, the ECHL and the AHL. But uh, kind of just concentrating a little bit more on his time uh, in the NHL here. Uh, well, excuse me, we'll start here uh, with the AHL. Copley was assigned to the AHL affiliate, the Hershey Bears, to begin his first full professional season in the 14-15 season and sharing the crease. He impressed with the Bears, earning 17 wins in 26 games in the off season. Copley was included in a trade, which also included Troy Brower in a third-round pick in 2016 to the St. Louis Blues in exchange for maybe you guys have heard of him, T.J. Oshie, on July 20th. Uh, excuse me, July 2nd, 2015. My how time has flied. Has it really been since 2015 since T.J. Oshie came to this team? Man, time time really does fly. In the 15-16 season, Copley made his NHL debut with the Blues in relief in a defeat to the Nashville Predators on February 27, 2016. During the 16-17 series on January 20, 2017, Copley was recalled from the Chicago Wolves of the AHL by the Blues. He made his first start of his NHL career on January 21st against the Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg Jets, excuse me, where the Blues lost 5-3. After he was returned to the Wolves on February 27, 2017, Copley was traded back to the Capitals in a deadline trade along with Kevin Shattenkirk. You know, I've talked about that one. We'll kind of leave those comments aside here in exchange for Zach Sanford. That one hurt a little bit because I think that Zach Sanford was aimed, uh, you know, for bigger and better things with the Washington Capitals. Brad Malone, a 2017 first round pick and a conditional second round pick in 2019. Copley was called up to the NHL during the Capitals 2018 Stanley Cup playoffs run. And although he did not play during the playoffs, he stayed with the team as they won the 2018 Stanley Cup. You got to think. Um, for Phoenix Copley, that that was probably a bright spot in his career, even though he did not get a chance to play, but to be listed as a backup and as being eligible uh, to play. If something had happened, uh, Phoenix Copley could have been called on. And uh, if you take a look back on that season, you know they had the they had uh, Philip Grubauer in that particular season, but Phoenix Copley would have could have been one of the guys that was called upon. And uh, you know I don't know where his career is going. Uh, I don't think that honestly he knows where his career is going, but uh, yeah, you know that's that's one of the things that you know when you finally hang up the skates and hang up the the pads. In his case, I think he'll probably feel pretty good that you know at least he was associated with something of that caliber. Um, Copley made the Capitals opening night roster to begin the eighteen nineteen season. He recorded his first NHL win in a four to three shootout win over the Calgary Flames on October twenty seventeenth. Excuse me, October twenty seventh, twenty eighteen. He spent the nineteen twenty and twenty twenty one seasons with the Hershey Bears, where he earned the Harry Hap Holmes Memorial Award with Zach Fukali in the twenty twenty one season's best save percentage. And, uh, you know, that's what I'm talking about is he has had quite the accolades, uh, over the years. Um, but I mean, ultimately with him, uh, that's what I'm saying is that time is not on his side. Where does he fit in with this capitals team? Um, or where does he fit in with a, in the NHL for that matter? Uh, you know, time can kind of slip, slip by and get away from you. 
Um, and I hope that, you know, he, like I say, I've talked about in this podcast that if he does not have a home with the Washington Capitals, that he does find a home elsewhere in the NHL. Because, you know, I mean, like I say, I, I, if you take a look at his record, it's quite extensive. I don't want to go over it all in this show because it is so extensive, but the guy has definitely put in his dues. All right, so after the break here, we are going to continue to talk about Mr. Phoenix Copley and what kind of player is he in? Does, is there a possibility that he could fit in with this Washington Capitals team? We'll talk about that, but first, we have an important favor to ask you. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about our listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On podcasts. So go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards to take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thank you for your help. BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's uh, baseball season, this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, the latest fighting news in MMA and UFC boxing. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, so in this final segment, we will continue to talk about Phoenix Copley and uh, just his record. Um, uh, in the 21-22 season, uh, he had an 0-1 record for the Capitals. Um, he only had two games played with the Capitals. Um, but for the 21-22 season for the Bears, uh, he had a record of 18-12, and uh, which is not too bad uh, with a .913 save percentage. So, I mean, if you take a look at Phoenix Copley and what kind of player he is, I, I mean, I guess I'm going to have to back up you know, and agree with the scout on him. I think that the, the scout's assessment on him when he first scouted him and made his report is true. I think that um, he is um, a good depth netminder. I think that uh, he is a number two netminder in some organization and maybe in limited capacity as a starter. But uh, ultimately, I think that, you know, um, they always like to have our takes on this show. So my take on Phoenix Copley is that his time has passed with the Washington Capitals, you know, and I know that that is a tough pill to swallow, um, you know, but that's just my assessment of him. He's played on this team for quite some time. And if you take a look at what they have in the pipeline, uh, you take a look at Hunter Shepard and Zach Fucali. And uh, I know that, you know, you need to staff the Stingrays and you need to staff um, uh, the Bears as well. But ultimately, I don't think that you want to keep a guy on the team on the roster just because he's a, a body to fill a spot. I think that ultimately, when you take a look at Phoenix Copley, he had his chance. You know, his his high water mark in his career was um, was being on the Washington Capitals when they stand when they won the Stanley Cup. He did not get get a game played, but he was a part of that team, and I think that that's probably something that's going to stick with him after his career is over. But that is my take, is that I think that ultimately his time with the Washington Capitals has passed. 
Um, if you take a look at, uh, you know, like I talked about Stevenson that they signed and uh, Shepard and Fukali and, you know, Lord knows who else I'm, I'm forgetting in there is that there is, they have enough young players and, you know, Father Time has kind of almost pushed Phoenix Copley out of the equation. I know that's kind of a tough pill to swallow, I suppose, but you know, when you got to kind of start to get retrospective and, and, and look inside on your career and go, I'm at this age and I have not found a spot on an NHL team. Where is this all going? I would expect uh, Phoenix Copley, honestly, in my opinion, to probably retire within the next year or two. Um, I just, I don't, I don't see, I don't see him finding a spot on the Capitals. And I mean, ultimately, what are they looking for is a number three netminder. Um, and right now it's Samsonov and Vanacek. You know, you can argue on who the number one and number two is in that equation. But if the crap really hit the fan right now, is Phoenix Copley going to be that number three? I'm not so sure. I think, like I say, I think his time has passed as uh, we've talked about is that Zach Fukali got uh, some opportunities in there and um, Phoenix Copley did they get that one game in there just taking a look at his stats but ultimately he does not seem to be the guy that they're going to um, in an emergency situation like when they need a number three um, so that's what I'm saying is that that is my assessment on Mr. Phoenix Copley is that his time has passed with this team um, I don't know how long I didn't see the status of his contract there, but I would be most surprised if they re up him for a new contract, uh, because this is a younger league and that's what it's all about is, is getting younger. And, uh, that's what it's about, all about. It's a younger, faster league. So you need a young, fast, agile, a, a goalie with a great hockey IQ out there to, to stand strong between the pipes. And I think that Phoenix Copley's time has come and gone. I think that ultimately hindsight 2020, he would have been better to move on. And I know that this, you know, you, you don't necessarily have a lot of say in this. You get traded, you have your rights, and then you get traded to a team or, you know, you get released or something like that. And uh, I guess, you know, if he is content at playing in the AHL, and maybe he is, I don't know. But, you know, if you've put in and invested that much time into a skill and a trait, you got to think that uh, he he really, that's what he's pining for is a spot on an NHL team, even if it's a backup team or a backup spot. And, uh, you know, if he doesn't retire, I wish him nothing but the best. But, you know, like I say, I honestly do think his time uh, with the Washington Capitals has passed. And, uh, you know, it, it, that, that just happens sometimes. Sometimes, you know, there's certain things that happen, you know, like where it was Braden Holtby in there and then Grubauer is kind of his backup. And then it, it, it just never worked out. The stars never really aligned uh, for Phoenix Copley, shall we say. All right, so thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On NHL. Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from our local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. As you can tell... I still have a bit of congestion in my nose. This is all the side effects of COVID, uh, but I am doing better, all things considered. I don't have the body aches. I don't feel short-winded anymore, but uh, I am on the mend. So just an update for you guys. This is the off-season, so you're going to hear quite a bit of player previews or reviews, excuse me, and where these uh, players will fit in on the team. I will say that I have some really great guests next week. I have... Um, uh, Luke James from the Hockey Writers. 
Um, I have Andrew from NBC Sports Washington. I have the Caps Chirp podcast on here. Um, so, and some other really great guests. I have uh, Stars and Sticks back on the show. There are so many different guests that I'm having a hard time recalling them all right now. I have the Grit and Barrett podcast, which is a podcast about the Hershey Bears that will most likely be airing this Friday. So, this is going to be a summer of fun. You know, there's going to be some player reviews and that kind of thing, but then I'm going to try to have some fun guests come in here uh, and hear some different points of view, you know, some different podcasts. And, you know, I'm telling you my point of view on the team, but there's no games being played right now. So let's hear from a different groups of people and what their thoughts are as well on the Washington Capitals. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals.